Welcome to the Enduro Method Podcast. Josh Rempel here with Dane Tony, And today we're going to keep it short and sweet, but talk a little bit about internal dialogue, whether doing a hard training session or maybe it's a hard ride and you find yourself out on the trail with a lot left to finish before getting back to the truck or in the middle of a hard workout and can't quite see the end and feel the walls closing in a little bit or yeah it's just getting difficult so maybe kind of a couple different perspectives on how people approach it and then how we kind of go about getting through those things yeah so let's start with maybe gym gym related gym related first um and and i think it's interrelated but yeah for sure i think any of the tools you use in one translates to the other and I think it also translates outside of the gym and bike to life yeah and, and a lot of this that we'll be talking about is just based off our own experience but just kind of opening up what actually goes through our own heads in case, yeah. you're, in case you were wondering <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever had a moment and you know just going back to a workout where you're like I'm not going to be able to finish no no I mean if there was a time cap yeah, but like, I have a couple distinct examples. What are those? These were from a couple years ago, but there's this exercise called the Curtis P, and it's it's kind of a complex, so it's it's four or five different exercises all in in one. So you got to do all of these things. It's a you have a barbell, it's a hang squat, clean, forward lunge, one leg, forward lunge, the other leg, plus push press, and that's one rep. Oh. And we used to. At this old gym I used to work out at, we used to have to, one of the workouts was 100 Curtis P's for time at a percentage of body weight. And I think it was like, it was fairly high percentage of body weight for this exercise. And I mean, it would take anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to complete. And you knew you were just going to be an utter mess at the end of it. You're going to be sore for a couple days. And it this it, is not what we do with the Dura yeah, yeah. method. But it was a note. very good mental challenge. Because I, I think of looking back at it, it was more mental than physical. I mean, the physical part was real hard. But the mental part of grinding these single reps out and going so slow through it, you had to just learn to break it down into pieces. And you're going, okay, I'm going to get to 30. And you're maybe you're 24. So instead of thinking about 100 that you have to complete, mm -hmm. you would literally think about the next rep or the next five reps and you would get to that milestone and then you would just move that marker a little bit further. Okay, now I'm getting to 45 or whatever. Yep. And that made it bearable. And then pretty soon you'd be getting to 90 and, and then, you know, then the end's kind of in sight. But there were moments in there and I'm going to say, like, it was dark. It didn't, it didn't feel like you were ever going to get to the end and as uncomfortable as you are, was never going to get better. Um, so there's some, some form of acceptance of being uncomfortable. And then there's some form of acceptance of it's going to take however long it takes, and I'm just not going to quit and do one at a time and continue moving forward. Yeah. I take that back. Like, if you were to make me do that, like, if you were to make me do a workout, I guess – Maybe I couldn't do it if it was a specific weight. That's where. Right. Like if I had to lift an X, like I could do that, but I would just like strip the weight, you know, if I really, truly 
couldn't as well. When you were like, have you ever been able to not do a workout? Oh, well, yeah, not not speaking specifically to like, yeah, physical failure where you can't lift the weight kind of thing, but more conditioning, conditioning stuff. Like um, done 60 minute row on a rowing erg for max calories or sorry, max distance. Mm. That's fairly miserable. That. You know, <laughs> sit on a rower for 60 minutes. Yeah. Pushing. I think, you know, in, in those things, it's it's exactly what you said. You're just accepting it. Okay. This is where it's at. In 60 minutes, your mind is going to go into a thousand different realms, or at least mine usually does. It's like, you know, first five minutes usually is like, oh my God, 55 more minutes, you know, maybe five minutes to 15 minutes. You're like, oh, it's not so bad. And then. And then you're like, oh, now it's really starting to hurt. We've got 45 more minutes. But, um, you know, the internal dialogue for that would be definitely, for me, all over the place. But ultimately, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I signed up for. This is what I committed to. Right. Um, and that's something for me that can relate to, that. that's not only in the gym, but can also go to dirt biking. Yeah, 100%. I think the the other thing to think about is that it's not necessarily a linear ver it's not a linearly traveling upward direction in misery or being uncomfortable so like Dane was saying a good example of that is like a 60 minute row or something because you you do go through so many cycles or or maybe you're going to you're not a big runner and running 60 minutes without stopping is like a monumental feat which I think that's a pretty good pretty good feet as well yeah (laughs) Um, and so if if that's something that's challenging for you when you start out yep first five minutes might be great maybe you get to 10 minute mark you're you know stuff's getting a little sore getting a little like uh just kind of repetitive use tiredness or fatigue build up that doesn't necessarily mean that it's only going to get worse from there like there's a very good chance that in another five minutes, you're actually going to feel better than you did five minutes ago. And it's kind of the same idea with hunger. Like if you're, if you're fasting just cause you're really hungry now, doesn't mean you're going to only get hungrier in the next two hours. Like if you drink a <laughs> glass of water, you might even find yourself feeling better and not even hungry at all. So I don't know. I know it has to do with how we've evolved and everything else, but we always feel like it's only whatever we feel in this moment is only going to extrapolate and get worse or feel more later, which isn't always the case. So having that in mind um, can be very useful. Well, with exercise, though, you know, if, if, take your riding on a bike, sprint, doing sprints on a bike. Yeah. You, uh, you can make it hurt more or not i wouldn't say necessarily more but continue to hurt but the second you stop it pretty much stops hurting right so like versus hunger well i mean i guess yeah if you eat food it stops but it's not otherwise it never really gets worse but i would say you can kind of make the bike hurt even more because you're it kind of builds a little bit to a point oh for sure and it's how uncomfortable you're willing to get but kind of the difference between being uncomfortable and being in pain is that when you stop whatever activity you're doing, you're gonna stop being uncomfortable. Whereas if you're in pain, either physical or emotional, it doesn't really matter what you stop, mm-hmm. you're still in pain. Yeah. 
right? Um, so we're definitely leaning and talking more your internal dialogue around how uncomfortable are you, how kind of far can you push in that zone, and then how do you keep the internal dialogue being positive mm-hmm. and, and helping you get through uh, or pushing through yeah. the uncomfortableness. Because, yeah, the whole pain thing is definitely a different, different yeah. topic. But, yeah, the positive versus negative self-talk or internal dialogue, I think, is huge. And I, and I see it in the gym, and I see it on the trails. I, you know, I see it in business. It's, I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, so where do you think you fall on that? Are you a positive self-talker or a negative self-talker? Because the one thing I would say is I, I don't know if one's necessarily wrong or right. right. Like, anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, honestly, both. Um, you know, like I'm thinking of examples in the gym where I've like pushed, pushed like super hard and you know, I, it's almost like you get angry. Yeah. Like I've almost like been like, you know, swearing and F bomb and all the words in my head. Like, you know, maybe if it was for a specific lift or, you know, even it was getting through a workout, but, um, but with that being said, you know, channeling that, you know, I would associate anger and kind of stuff like that with like negative and the negative realm, but it's also correlated with you're doing this like a positive, like you don't like, I feel like one of my things is like, you don't give up. You don't give up ever, you know, um, with dirt biking, especially, um, it's it, you're it's, you're almost like back and forth. It's like you got a devil on one shoulder and a freaking angel on the other shoulder, and they're like constantly battling. Like there's been moments where, you know, I'm, and this is usually like more like quote unquote hard enduro style riding, I guess, where I'm faced with something where it's like, you know, I I mess it up or whatever, and I can't. You know, my skill level is maybe like right on the cusp of what I'm able to do. And, you know, I've gone into the, I can't do it, you know, but, but then I flip, I I know that. And then I'm like, well, what's the point? What are you going to do? Just sit down and wait for them to come back? Cause you can't. And then it's like, well, shit, no, you might as well just keep pushing. See how far you can get until... (laughs) Whatever, like this actually happened to me recently where I was really struggling on something and I was like, well, I'll just keep going until, till somebody comes back for me <laughs> or they, till they come back down and sure as shit, I ended up making it to the top. But anyways, I was like, you know, I had, you go back and forth. I remember going back and forth, be like, kind of like F this attitude, like WTF. I'm trying not to swear on the podcast, but I think you can. Yeah, I'm like what the fuck, <laughs> and then, um, and then being like, what the fuck, Dane? Like, just keep going. What's the like? What are you gonna do? Sit down, mope? Like, no, I'll just keep trying, even if it's freaking pushing your bike. Every inch is closer. Whatever you know. Same at the gym. Every you know, if you're rowing for meters, every meter you're closer to the end of whatever workout you're in. Every inch, I'm closer to the top of the hill, whatever it is, or to, to, to the end of the trail, whatever. Yeah. But that, that, I, like, I don't want to ever give up. I've been in races Well, it's like, well, I'm not going to just stop. Like, I'm going to wait here in this bottleneck until I get through. 
You know, like, you know, at Silver Mountain, I watched so many people turn around and I was like, well, what's the worst that I can do? Sit in the freaking creek for two hours and maybe I go four feet. But shit, four feet is better than the four feet behind me. Right. So, and it actually worked out in my favor. Um, but just like, like not, I think like that's my positive self-talk is the, we, hey, dang, we don't give up. Right. That's something that we don't, we don't allow ourselves to do. Period. End of story. You will go until what? Yeah. I think it is interesting because, I mean, I feel like from that, you have some positive, you have an overarching positive narrative in there with a bunch of negative motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you've seen me in the negative space, too. Oh, yeah. like, and that's the other thing is, which is so crazy. Once you tap, like, once that negative, like, pokes the bear a little bit, like, it wants to freaking dive their fist into the bear. Like, horrible analogy, but, like, <laughs> it's like opening floodgates, I guess. So once you enter a little bit, it, it's almost like you have to snap it down. Otherwise, there's potential for the floodgates to just open. And then it's, like, for me, maybe tears or total, like, breakdown i mean not total breakdown but like i mean maybe you differ on that but but like it is so crazy you know where i don't and maybe it's just awareness i'm not really sure you know how i'm able to uh manage both the negative and positive because let's be honest and or maybe there are people but nobody's ever a hundred percent positive or maybe they are and i'm just like but i would I'd like to think that we all have this. You're, you're making these mental decisions and having this mental internal dialogue all the time. And it's, and it's going in both positive and negative directions. Yeah. I don't trust the people who are positive hundred percent right, of the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just not us is, you know, we're not going to put roses and freaking glitter on everything. No, you, you know, it's, well, I think, yeah. You I do have self-doubt sometimes. Oh, 100%. And it's okay. And sometimes you maybe, I don't know. It's just like how you maybe deal with it or something. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's all important. I think self-doubt is important. I think positive talk is important. I think negative talk is important. I think managing it, like you're saying, is very important. And not letting one or the other take complete hold of you mm -hmm. um but yeah i think they're all tools to get you where you want to be i think anger is important i think being happy is important and being <laughs> satisfied with what the efforts you're able to put forth is important mm -hmm. but anger is a powerful tool um not necessarily directed at yourself or the uh, individuals but directed in such a manner that helps propel you past where you are yeah it can be a really good thing i would I also i would also say like maybe like in relation to dirt biking maybe not the anger of kicking your bike yeah yeah not taking it out <laughs> on things that are I'm inanimate like, objects i mean that i don't know if that's gonna do you any service you're yeah. either gonna hurt your foot uh i've heard like the throw your helmet down the trail yeah then you gotta go get of fury of it it's like Oh, you know, it's like those moments 
where I've been that mad, man, oh my God, I could, I could punch and kick yeah. and scream and, oh yeah, and, you know, feel that fury, but it's like, you know, I've also no, well, maybe oh, I've done it. And it's like, this doesn't do anything for me. I mean, I remember starting dirt biking in the beginning and I think I kicked my bike at one point and then was like, okay, dumbass, that didn't do shit. Like the bike doesn't feel that. And it's not going to change the fact that you screwed up whatever you may screwed up. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, you know, having that, like I keep it very internal and that's why it's a super interesting thing for me is that internal back and forth and and quiet quieting the demons but also like using the demons to my advantage and i don't know yeah i may i for me it helped like those moments in the moment yeah you frustration whatever um but i'm able to take those and channel them later to get out of practice yeah and that's always been he been something for me so when i fail at something I'm obviously not a big fan of failing, but it happens. Um, and instead of that turning me into a statue, or not a statue, but like uh, inability to uh, overcome that, it actually goes the opposite for me. And as soon as I get the chance, I'm going to go practice that thing. Yeah, And then would, hopefully next time be able to do it. I would totally agree that you do that. I wish I had more of that in me, honestly. It's, it's, I mean, it's admirable because it's like your failure feels a fire. <laughs> yeah, failure makes me angry. <laughs> and luckily there's no shortage of that. So it's pretty good fuel. Um, but I, yeah, I do. I think, I think it's natural and normal to have both. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to take some time and be a little introspective on which one's leading um i would say too much positivity is potentially masking some shortcomings that you could work on (laughs) and too much negativity is holding you back from being as good as you could yeah whether you're in the gym or um you know trying to make corrections for lifestyle or not corrections but trying to maybe lead a healthier lifestyle or get better on the bike because we're all gonna fail a lot but kind of how you react to that and work your way through it is going to be the difference in the long term of, you know, where you get to. Mm-hmm. Insert quote about failure, like the famous one that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a bunch of them. <laughs> you know that one? Yeah. That one that everyone says? You, failure is something about success, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, gym, bike, I mean, all of it that internal dialogue is interesting. And I think what you're saying is being able to reflect back on it sometimes can maybe be helpful. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, I think it's important. Um, I think going down the road of being super negative is harmful in a lot of ways. It's going to, it's also going to suck the joy, the fun out of what you're doing. Yeah. I Um, agree with that. You know, we're, we're doing what we love because we love to do it and not being successful at certain points on that journey is just par for the course. Mm-hmm. 
but not letting that take the fun out of it. I mean, that's we're only here for too long to begin with. So mm -hmm. if you can't enjoy what you're doing when you're doing it. Yeah. And the good thing about training is there's an actual physiological response that promotes endorphins. So that's to your advantage. But, yeah. you know, sometimes it's sometimes you're dragging your feet to the dang gym. Oh, yeah. So it's more of, a, you know, there you are battling that internal dialogue. Should I just stay at home, do this? I got other things to do. Oh, you know, it's something that you got to look at. Yeah, and from an internal dialogue perspective, I think all the wins are... Showing uh, up, not giving up. Yeah, all the small wins and not giving up build on itself in a linear way. Much, much different than that feeling of, hey, I'm really hungry now, so the only way that I can go is get more hungry later, which isn't going to be the case. Um, but building small wins, one atop another, atop another, throughout mm -hmm. the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, actually goes in that direction. Like yeah. it, is a, it is stepping stones that lead you in the right direction. Yeah, like at the gym, I always tell people, just show up. Yeah. You know, and same if you're doing Enduro Method or whatever, or on your own program, whatever you're doing. Or out for a ride and get to that hill climb that always messes with you. Like, <laughs> just show up. Just, just show try up. it. Just get know? to the bottom of it. Yeah, or whatever. And then get halfway up it. Yeah. And then a little further. Um, but I like that just show up mentality because it can be hard and we can make a zillion bajillion excuses to not just show up. Yeah, and it cuts the monster down a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Like you have this big thing in front of you that you are intimidated or maybe a little fearful of doing but if you break it down into those smaller pieces you know all right the first thing i gotta do is just get there i'll worry about the rest later <laughs> yep. then you get there and it just makes it more manageable um but i do there's definitely a lot of correlate there's always been big correlations for me for uh the gym mental mental work in the gym pushing through workouts um doing what I, I'm, I set out to do and accomplishing that and then transferable, transferring that to the outdoors mm -hmm. has always been a yep. major thing for me. Like I've talked to you about that or we've discussed this. Maybe that's part why we're talking about the dang podcast. But like being uncomfortable in the gym, it's familiar. It's what you do. It's what you like. I mean, not all the time, but you're like, okay. And then out maybe on the trail or whatever ride, you're like, oh, wow, this is that same feeling. I got this. Yeah, I'm not going to die. This is not completely unfamiliar. I could imagine, um, luckily, I haven't so much been there, but, um, you know, if you've never felt that before, that almost like a gut-wrenching, like, and maybe there is a physical <laughs> response. I have seen people throw up, but <laughs> um, not on the trail, but. I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. There you I go. might have been a little hungover, but. <laughs> Anyways, but that that familiarity to the uncomfortable, uncomfortable feeling of the, I'm going to say it suck, the physical suck. You know, training that in the gym can help you accept or be familiar with it on yeah. the trail. And by the gym, we mean basically just like a, Whatever you're doing. Yeah, it could be out running. Into, right. not Maybe not gym specific, but 
that kind of little bit more controlled environment, Mm -hmm. right? Working yourself into those positions where physically you feel very vulnerable, Mm -hmm. right? You feel very tired, overwhelmed potentially. Well, and too, like I've been in places where like I've been on a ride and been like, oh, wow, I know I need to get my heart rate down. I can't sustain this. I know it's just going to teeter off. And so it's like, okay, now's the time to take a second. Right. Otherwise, I mean, and I, I've always been of the mindset that it's just like re- recover for a second, but then keep going. Right. But like, hey, right now is the time for me to keep going. It's not like, oh my God, I have this horrible feeling. I'm going to vomit, blah, blah, blah. I'm done. I'm like, no, okay, just... Whew, take some breaths. Maybe I need to eat something. Maybe I need to drink something. But then it's like, okay, then we keep going. Right. Yeah. It's a self awareness to step back off the precipice for a second and yeah, bring it back down a notch or two, and then keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that internal dialogue podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, Anything you want to add? No. I think. I think it's all good. I think positive, negative. A healthy mix of both can potentially get you where you want to go. Yeah. And, yeah, that's about it. Uh, shorter. Well, we thought it was going to be shorter, but. <laughs> yeah, that's a little short. Um, but thanks for listening. If you guys want to connect with us, you can find us on the socials. You can send us a DM. If anyone has any topics that we would like to cover on a podcast or blog post, whatever, you name it, um, send it to us. I mean, we've got our uh, ever-growing list, but if you have something specific we would like us to address, we'd love to hear from you, um, whatever that may be. Um, if you're interested in signing up for Enduro Method, you can find us at enduromethod.com. If you have questions, email, send us a DM. Yep, there's a seven-day free trial available, so you yep. can sign up, check out the platform, workouts, etc. Yep. But yeah, it was fun doing this podcast and uh, we've been doing this bi-weekly. So every other Friday we'll be releasing that podcast and uh, we look forward to the next one. Bye. Okay, cheerio.